Hey, Shanna, did you know that you can purchase audiobooks directly from your local bookstore? Yes. With Libro FM, you'll get the same audiobooks at the same price as the largest audiobook company out there. You know the name. But with Libro FM, you get to search up your local indie bookstore and support them instead. And if you're new to audiobooks, they're the perfect way to squeeze more reading into your busy life. I constantly have a book in my ear because cleaning the house or exercising is so much more fun while reading. Sign up for Libro.fm and use the code GOODBOOKS to get two books instead of one for the price of your first month's membership. Good books. Good books. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Best Book Club podcast. We are your hosts, Jen and Shanna. And welcome to this week's episode of What We're Reading and Other Stuff. So what are you reading, Shanna? Well, I am reading only two books right now. So so that's... One less than usual. Yeah. <laughs> but a pretty normal, above average amount. Yes. So one of them I'm listening to on audio, and you have read it. It's called The Last House on Needless Street by Catriona Ward. See, I knew that, but for some reason I was like, ooh, what are you going to say? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that thing that we took like 20 minutes to set me up on your audio? Yes, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's the one. Um, so yeah, this one has been super weird. It is about a guy named Ted, and uh, it's really hard to say anything. I'm about halfway... And I keep having theories, and then it pulls me back, like, no, you know what, maybe you're not right. And then, like, no, I've got to be right. Then something else happens, like, no, you know what, I might not be right. So <laughs> it's this guy with just a thousand mental health problems, it sounds like. I don't know. But he's a killer, I think. He has a kidnapped child, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's very weird, but it's been very good. So I am interested in continuing it and finding out what the heck is going on. I know I'm being very weird and vague for everybody, but it's honestly like, it's a weird one. Yeah, um, we heard about it in other book club. And Leah, who was describing it, was like, read the synopsis because she's like, I can't actually say anything about this book without spoiling it. And the synopsis basically just said something like, there's a man that drinks a lot and his daughter who has some issues and a cat that lives in a house. The end. Right? And it's like, okay. It's not wrong. <laughs> it's very strange. Yeah. It's, it is like, seems normal enough, but there's just something unsettling under the surface always going on. And it's like, yeah, you, you really second guess yourself because- you. It gets to be a little bit more and a little bit more. Yeah, it's just like slowly turning up the weirdness. Yes, and it's like a pretty steady turn up too. Mm -hmm. So it's not like leaving me bored. It's getting weirder steadily and it's been, yeah, very strange. Very good. Yeah, I'm curious to see how you're going to feel about the end because I, I can't say anything. I can't say anything, but I'm curious – just based on what I know you like and don't like, there's a chance you could throw the book against the wall. <laughs> uh, I won't tell you my theory now because I can see your face right now. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll, I'll text you my theories later. Okay. And we'll see how I do. Okay. 
Sounds good. So yeah, that is the first book I'm reading. And the second book I'm reading, I think this might surprise you too. (laughs) It is a romance called People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. And it's so cute. Oh my God. I am... I'm a big cheese ball now, it turns out. <laughs> just what happened? I don't know. I just want people to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is refreshing. <laughs> it's so nice to just know that things are going to turn out happy and good in the end. Uh, this is about two best friends who are like night and day. They're just totally opposite. And it goes between now and then each year of the summer vacation that they take together. And they're definitely in love, but they're also best friends. And, like, they're not in love. But come on. Yeah. He's but they're in love. such a hunk. And she's adorable. And they're both very funny. And something happened. We don't know what it is yet. On the last trip that they had taken. And then they didn't talk for years. So now they're on, like, this awkward like kind of makeup trip and it's yeah it's very very cute it's very very readable and yeah i'm really liking it (laughs) i know (laughs) you just keep coming up with these cheesy romantic books and i know it's so bizarre i don't know i'm just into it lately i think that maybe that's what i need to because I'm feeling in a slump a little bit. Oh, it's just so nice to have people just being adorable. <laughs> and yeah, I just know that they're going to be happy in the end. So you should pick up one of these ones that I've been reading because they're <laughs> quite cute. I've also got, because this one I have on my Kobo through the library, uh, I've got her other one, Beach Read, which was, I think, her first book. It's very popular. Yeah, I've heard a ton about that one. Yes, so it's the same author, and I'm going to read that one too, assuming this one ends up fine, but I'm halfway, and I'm laughing all the time, so I'm sure it'll be good. And yeah, that's everything I'm reading. (laughs) What are you reading, Jen? Oh, gosh. You are having a successful time. I, not so much. No, are you just like really uncomfortable in your life for some reason? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am. Very uncomfortable because I've got a baby that's literally kicking me from the inside out at all times, and one that's also kicking me from the outside in <laughs> at all times. So, yeah. But yeah, I okay. So after I read the ho- last house on Needless Street, which I do recommend, by the way, despite what Shanna's going to feel like at the end, <laughs> I recommend it, and everybody in the book club recommends it. Who? even knows how I'm going to feel at this point. I mean, I don't even know. Who even am I? (laughs) So immediately, I wanted to pick up another one of her books. So I got, it's called The The Girl from Raw Blood. Okay. And I made it 28% before I DNF'd it. Oh, how come? Because it was so boring. Oh. So boring. Okay. I don't want to read the whole synopsis because it's really long, but... Basically, what's supposed to happen is that there's this family who are, like, cursed by the mysterious, like, she. 
and they can never fall in love or love anybody or have any feelings about anything or else she comes to kill them. And she just kind of traps them in raw blood is the name of their estate. She kind of traps them there. And if they leave, then they get sick and they always have to come back and they can't form relationships with anyone or she shows up, kills them. So she's supposed to be white, skeletal, covered with scars. They don't know who she is, but she haunts the family. So that sounds spooky and good. Sounds spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, we we can't trust what you think about anything right now. (laughs) But yeah, 28%. Nothing's happened. We've got kind of like a dual timeline going on where it's just going between this girl that's growing up and she's supposed to fall in love and be haunted. But then the other timeline is just like her dad and a doctor. And I mean, I'm sure it's going somewhere, but just listening to them doctor stuff for like pages and pages and pages forever. (sighs) So no, thank you. Well, if you're not loving it, not loving it. So then, uh, oh, you're going to be so mad. I was going to say, you look like whatever you're about to say, you're embarrassed about. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, so then I decided to just do a total change of pace and I picked up Artemis by Andy Weir. What? <laughs> so that is what I've been listening to for the last you know, few days or so. And it's fantastic? Oh, I'm listening to it on 1.75. Oh, no. <laughs> Which means, get me the hell out of this book. Is it too science It's so science Oh, see, that's okay. my jam. Yeah, it's for you. Okay, so it's shorter, so that's good. But it's about... You know, they're people, they're living on the moon now, and their little, like, moon city is called Artemis, and then there's, like, some industrial sabotage crime stuff, and... And a heist? Yeah, and... Uh, she says, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, heist. I don't... I'm not really... <laughs> I don't really like crime novels. Oh, neither do I, actually. I don't really like... Like, I don't... Can't say I don't like space novels, because I don't really read them. But crime novels really, especially not like corporate crimes. Are <laughs> I like, feel like that was ugh. the part of uh, what's that book? The Glass Hotel. Is the Glass it? Hotel. Yeah, that's what you hated about it, wasn't it? Yeah, I was like, oh, don't care about people. Oh, I'm going to make $1 billion from this company, but you got in my way. Oh, God. <laughs> the writing is good. So that's not the problem. The narration of this book is good. Um, Rosario Dawson narrates. She's an actress. She does a really good job. But yeah, so much science that I kind of like zone out. Mm. So they're like, and then the gauge, blah, 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 and the pipes filled up with oxygen and something or other. I can't even make it up. Uh, But it goes on forever and ever and ever until I'm not listening anymore. And then suddenly I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be listening to this. Oh, what's happening now? (laughs) So I have like 40 minutes left. And I don't, I I have a vague idea of what's going on. Oh dear. Yeah, that one doesn't sound like it's for you. No. So now I'm wondering, because you've recommended like The Martian and Project Hail Mary like so much. So much. And I'm like, I don't know. So now you have to read Artemis to tell me (laughs) how it feels compared to those two. Okay. Before I take them on. Because I can see the things that you're saying. Like, the writing is really funny and smart, and it's really well done. It's just really boring to my own brain. Yes. um, You might like it better 
in print mm-hmm. because then you can skim the sciencey parts. Yeah. I haven't read Artemis yet, so I don't know, but I will. I will read that one soon. Yeah, do it. It's short. It's a quickie. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, so I'm not having a whole lot of luck. Uh, otherwise, I'm just reading book club book and yeah, bummed. <laughs> oh no. I'm bummed. I just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm in the mood for. I keep picking things up and throwing them out. So try a romance. Yeah. I just need to do that. Just do it. I also, um, there's so many books that I have holds on at the library that are ebooks, but I just have no time to actually get to them. So I've changed a lot of those holds over to audio. So hopefully I get those in soon. Yeah. I have a bunch of my ebook holds coming through, but I can only read one at a time. And even then, like I used to always have an ebook going and a physical book, but my sit down and read time has to be one or the other. Yeah. So like I have a new one on my shelf that I bought that I'm so excited to get to. Um, it's Cloud Cuckoo Land, mm-hmm. but I have not started it because the library books are time sensitive. Yes. So I have to read that first. But luckily, since I keep choosing stuff that just like goes down so quick and easy, it shouldn't take me long. Well, I'm sorry that your reading is going so poorly. <laughs> you definitely need just something to pick you up and shake you out of it. Yeah. Trying to figure it out. I'll figure it out. If anybody has any recommendations, especially for audio right now, because that is what I have time for, let me know. Um, The Gunkle. It was so goddamn cute. Uh, I know. I just feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Once I get on the train, I'll be on it and I'll be comfortable. Well, you'll be on it by December because I am forcing your hand in December because, I mean, at the very least, it'll be Elf Erotica Month. Yes. <laughs> That'll get me out of my slump. Yes. I mean, I think that it's just because we're in November, so we're getting so close to your perfect book that, like, you've got to get through this whole month before you get some sexy, sexy elf yes. action. <laughs> I, mean, I guess I could start that early, but... That's true. I mean, you I could know. read that horrible... Joanne Fluke one that I read last year to like really prepare yourself. <laughs> That's what I'll do. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Do we got any other stuff today? Oh, 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 I, oh, it's been so hard not talking to you. <laughs> I know. Let me see if my notes even say anything. Honestly, it might just be every time I have a book thought, I pull out the notes app and I'm like, don't tell Jen. (laughs) I wrote all my notes down on some paper and then it's still sitting at the shop. Okay. Okay. Here we go. You have only read one Terry Pratchett, right? Yes. Well, you love Neil Gaiman. Yeah. And Terry Pratchett wrote a book together, Good Omens. Yep. It is wonderful. And they are releasing or have just released a new audiobook where they use the actors from the show that they made reading the audiobook. Oh. So it's going to be so good. The TV adaptation is fantastic. So it's Michael Sheen and David, uh, I love him, Scottish guy, played Doctor Who. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, you know, somebody out there does. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Everybody in this house is sick. I am so tired. <laughs> Um, But anyways, so that's really exciting. So if you're going to listen to that one, you should. It's great. Um, We can watch the series and Mm -hmm. tell people about it. And yeah, so good news there. Cool. Because yeah, I have not read or watched or anything, but I've been meaning to. Oh, it's so good. I loved it. But it's definitely my style. So we'll see what you think. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of things that you keep not reading, uh, Seven Deaths. (laughs) (laughs) The 
Seven Deaths of uh. Evelyn Hardcastle was almost the book club book, but then I took pity on everybody else who was not me. <laughs> it's getting a Netflix adaptation. Oh, cool. I think I did see that. Yeah, uh, I think it was announced kind of like just before COVID. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's still happening. But I mean, there's another thing we can watch. And also... You should read. Yes, it is on my shelf. And every once in a while, I look up at it and go, ah. Oh. And then I go, maybe it's on <laughs> on audio from the library. And then I look again and I'm like, no, still not. I heard that the audio is fantastic. Yeah, I might just have to pick it up. I was going to, I was actually going to the other day, but I switched over from Audible to Libro FM. And you can't buy books through the app. I think you have to go to the website if you want to use a credit. Oh, okay. So then I was like, ah, too much work. Too much work. <laughs> and I didn't do it, but maybe I will just do it because I need something in my ears as of tomorrow, and I have nothing. Well, I hope that's a good one. I love it so much, which makes me worried. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep picking up books that you really love. And be like, why is this book so bad? <laughs> <laughs> and then coming on here and being like, guess what? I'm reading one of your books and I hate it. Yeah. No, nobody will trust me or nobody will trust you. One of us is untrustworthy. <laughs> one of us for sure. <laughs> okay. Artemis isn't bad. It's just not for me. But speaking of books that aren't for me and potentially for you, I have, uh, okay. So I can't stop just knowing books that are coming out. It's <laughs> like an actual character flaw just about. Well, it's, it's handy for me. Yeah. It's actually lots of people be like, Hey, is there anything good coming out? <laughs> Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I have a soft spot in my heart for Jodie Picoult, Mm -hmm. but I've only ever read House Rules. And the only reason (laughs) I love her is because that was the first book that we read in book club. Yes, it was awful, though. That wasn't awful, but it was... It it was awful. It was awful. It was so bad. And it made me hate the library, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) I'll never get over it. Just, I mean, don't. But so she's got a new book coming out. Everybody else loves her. And I just haven't, because they all sound really, really sad. Mm -hmm. So that's why I haven't read them. And it's like she just loves torturing children. Yes. Um, or killing them in various ways. Very much. Eventually, I will pick another one up. <laughs> but holiday season is coming up. If you've got people to buy a book for, she is such a safe buy, I feel like, for so many people. So, yeah, there's a new one of those coming out. Bet you wish I found out what it was called. That would be handy. Wish You Were Here is what it is called. And... It is about a woman who is on track. She will be married by 30, done having kids by 35, and move out to New York City suburbs, all while climbing the professional ladder in her cutthroat art auction world. She's an associate specialist at Sotheby's now, but her boss has hinted at a promotion if she can close the deal with a high-profile client. She's not engaged just yet, but she knows her boyfriend, Finn, a surgical resident, is about to propose on their romantic getaway to the Galapagos, days before her 30th birthday. Right on time. Oh, no. I haven't read this yet either. (laughs) But then a virus that felt worlds away has appeared in the city. And on the eve of their departure, Finn breaks the news. It's all hands on deck at the hospital. He has to stay behind. You should still go, he assures her, since it would be a shame for all of their non-refundable trip to go to waste. And so, reluctantly, she goes. Almost immediately, Diana's dream vacation goes awry. Her luggage is lost. The Wi-Fi is nearly non-existent. Ugh, worst. Sorry. (laughs) And the hotel they booked is shut down due to the pandemic. In fact, the whole island is now under quarantine, and she is strand. Oh, this might hit too close to home, guys. Yeah, what the? Until the borders reopen. Completely isolated, she must venture beyond her comfort zone. 
Slowly, she carves out a connection with the local family when a teenager with a secret opens up to Diana, despite her father's suspicion of outsiders. In the Galapagos Islands, where Darwin's theory of evolution by natural selection was formed, Diana finds herself examining her relationships, her choices, and herself, and wondering if when she goes home, she too will have evolved into something completely different. That sounds really boring. (laughs) It does sound really boring, but you know what? It doesn't sound like her normal vibe no idea also i love when something gets sciencey you're like ooh, <laughs> a pandemic ooh, my goodness no they're like evolution <laughs> what <laughs> teach me more about that uh, we're both like i'm <laughs> ooh, and you're ew <laughs> yeah that sounds not good i don't know i don't think she's good so <laughs> huh. that one came on my radar more as like a you might enjoy it but yeah, i didn't read the synopsis so i was thinking that would be a good one for the other book club book exchange but now now that i've heard, <laughs> no no well there you go you're welcome now we know <laughs> you started started out recommending buying this book and now we're saying don't well let's let's let it come out and uh let other people read it first it comes out november 30th so right. i think they're trying to sell it for christmas so uh... Not a Christmas book. <laughs> no, it does not sound that way. <laughs> All right. I'm sure there's more to it, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> my only other stuff that I have was, I was going to mention, I already told you, but I got a kid's book advent calendar for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm so excited. It has 24 little mini books. So my plan is... Every day in December, we'll read one of the little books. And then I'm hoping this will work out. At the end of the month, we'll put them all back in and tape it up closed and then save it again for next year. Oh, cute. Yeah. So then every year we just bring it out until it's fallen apart. Nice. Yeah. Good plan. Yeah. That's my only other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like it. I am also preparing for Christmas. I got advent calendars for my kids, but they are just chocolate. Well, yeah, I'm getting the chocolate one for me. (laughs) For sure. But yeah, I feel like this one I could use it. It was only $35, so I can use it this year and then maybe next year and maybe the following year. And the Callie and the new baby will still be little enough that they won't remember the last time that we used it. Exactly. And yeah, it's recyclable. It's great. Yeah. Cool. Good one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, everyone. So in case you missed it, we have started a Patreon. So if you are interested in hearing more from us and want to support the podcast, you can head over there to patreon.com slash bestbookclub and pledge just $3 a month to gain access to our bonus content. Yeah, and about book club, we are reading Outlawed by Anna North. So pick up a copy and read along with us. We have a discussion going on right now on Instagram and Facebook. So if you haven't already, go follow us over there so you can join in. Or you can just send us an email at best underscore book club at outlook.com to let us know what you think. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.